everyone and welcome to Coffee Homes and Loans and today we're so excited because we have our amazing manager Ari Frimmel with Movement Mortgage of course and welcome so happy thank you're you. here. Thank you. Yeah. I'm glad we're doing this. Yeah so Erin has so much knowledge so we're gonna pick her brain and today I want to talk about reverse mortgages. I'm so unfamiliar with the program okay. and most people are. Yes. So what are reverse mortgages? That's a good question. So reverse mortgages are a HUD or FHA backed mm -hmm. mortgage. Um, so they're backed by HUD, FHA. They are a program for a borrower or borrowers who are 62 years or older. Okay. So you must be 62 years or older. You can use them for purchase money. You can use them for refinances, cash out refinances. And a lot of what reverse mortgage is, um, is to help people, one, maybe on a fixed income, mm -hmm. right? So as, as um, you retire, the goal is to obviously have more money than when before, but um, somebody on a fixed income that uh, might need to alleviate some dollars every month, mm -hmm. because a reverse, what it allows you to do is you don't have a mortgage payment. So it's, it, it, it is a loan, there is a deed, there is a note, so it's similar that way as you would think of a regular uh, forward mortgage. Mm -hmm. But instead of them making a payment to the mortgage company every month, it just goes in um, essentially deferred interest. Okay. So um, they do pay their, you do have to pay your property taxes and your homeowner's insurance separately. separately. Okay. Um, but what it, it allows more cash flow, right? So mm -hmm. if you had somebody that was on a fixed income of maybe say $3,000 a month and they're struggling, they've got their bills, their normal bills, maybe a car payment and then a house payment. What if you were able to, to alleviate a $1,500 house payment a month? Right? I see. Like what would that do for somebody that made $3,000? Um, and um, so that would be like on a refinance basis. It also allows um, that borrower to tap into potential equity of okay. their home. So on a reverse mortgage, they're qualified a little bit different. We look at um, the equity of a property okay. a lot more than a normal mortgage. The age is part of qualification. Um, so the more equity in a property allows them to pull more out on like a refinance basis. But sometimes if there's enough room, we can establish a line of credit okay. as well. So we see huge benefits to not only do they not have a mortgage payment anymore, but then they actually have access to a credit line. Okay. And sometimes that credit line is significant. Yeah. I mean, it, and it grows over time as well. Yeah. So if we have uh, somebody that is 62 or older mm -hmm. and they currently have a mortgage on their home, by doing the reverse mortgage, they are taking now the monthly payment. Correct. And are, they're not receiving at that point any money back unless they do a cash out refinance. That is correct. Okay. That is correct. So you can... There's different ways, and, and with a reverse, what I always say is there's a few pieces of information we need from somebody, very simple, mm -hmm. um, their name, their social security number, their birth date, birth date and the property, the, the, um, the, the address of the property, and if they have a mortgage. And with just those pieces of information, we can plug it into our software, and it will tell us what options those borrowers have. Okay, so it'll give you a home equity line of credit, cash out, plain refinance. Maybe they just need to alleviate the mortgage correct. payment and the expenses. That's correct. Okay, so that's where it comes into the purchase part. They are pre pretty much um, reversing their existing mortgage. 
That's correct. So what we what I see a lot of is let's say someone's relocating here or maybe they're downsizing. Mm -hmm. So they're selling their current home. They may have um, a lot of equity, so they have assets, mm -hmm. right, for the down payment. But again, they're on a fixed income or maybe their debt to income ratio doesn't work with a normal mortgage payment. So then what we're able to do is uh, they put their down payment down and the same thing. So the information will run that in, in the proposal mm -hmm. and it'll tell us how much they need down. Typically on a purchase, a reverse purchase, you are looking at about 20 to 30% down. Okay. Right. But a lot of times what I find is the, the bar was having to put that much down anyway yep. to make sure they're their Because they're only on retirement share. income at that point. Correct. I see. So you similar down payment as it would, but no mortgage payment. So then they just pay their taxes and insurance and they save all that, that money a month. I see. Very good. And so what is that credit requirement, the credit score requirement? So credit follows FHA or HUD. So you can go as low as a 580 credit score. Okay. Um, again, it will run the numbers. Now, what I would say uh, is sometimes if somebody has a lower credit score or they've had some derogatories on their credit, don't worry. Uh, most of the time, you can still do the reverse mortgage. It just puts them in a program that's called ELISA. Mm -hmm. And all that means is we do a set aside. So we take some of that money, um, part of the down payment, or if it's a refinance, maybe some of the cash out. Okay. And they hold it in a like an escrow or a reserve account, so a hold account. So then in that case, the lender, the reverse mortgage servicer, will make that borrower's taxes, property taxes, and homeowner's insurance payment. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I see. So it's um, it's an easier qualification than like a conventional would. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it allows for some credit. A little bit more flexibility like mm -hmm. and things exactly. like that. That sounds really good. So if, um, if if they have done the reverse mortgage and let's say they do the cash out options and they're getting some money back every month for their expenses, better um, quality of life, what happens when the owners um, pass away? Say they have a trust and they leave the house to their children. What do the children do or the ones, the beneficiaries? That's a good question. So there's a couple of parts to that. Um, one is with the spouse. Um, so if you have a married couple and um, the spouse is, the spouse can be on the reverse or doesn't necessarily have to be, but once the, uh, if, if one of the spouses passes away, the other spouse can remain in the property, okay. can stay in that reverse mortgage. They don't, they don't need to do anything to it until they pass. Mm -hmm. So then if both borrowers pass at that time, depending on how they've set up their, their state, right? So if it's in a trust or um, if they have, somebody they've added to title or however, that home will pass to them. The only requirement is that they cannot stay, that family member, children, um, relatives, whoever inherits the property, cannot keep that reverse mortgage. I see. So they give them time. Um, they can either refinance out of it mm -hmm. and just get a regular mortgage. They can pay off the mortgage mm -hmm. um, or they can sell the property. I see. And they give them ample time. So it's six, at least six months to allow for them to do what they need to do with the property. To figure and, it out. Correct. And it's just what is owed on the property at that time of passing. Okay, so unless you're, what about, okay, so if they sell it and the property has significant equity, those are earnings to whoever the beneficiary was on title. Correct, correct. So a reverse mortgage is paid off just like a regular mortgage would be. Mm. So you find out what the, 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 the payoff balance is 
and then pay that off and, and the rest of the equity is theirs. Yeah. That's correct. And because it's, it is an older age, 65 and plus, what is the best practice when you are doing a reverse mortgage? Should you put your home in a trust? Should you add somebody in title? Because otherwise it would go into probate, right? Yes. And, <clears throat> and I would say you would want to do that no matter your age mm -hmm. or, proper, or program type. Um, because if, if you don't have your home in a trust or, um, you know, set up with a financial service or service provider um, and it's being passed on the way you want it, it, it will go to probate. I see. So that's that's reverse conventional whatever that, that type of property is. Yeah. And as a side note, when it goes to probate, that means that whoever their relatives are, they wouldn't be able to access the equity or the earnings of the property, right? Correct. Until it's through probate. Oh, okay. That is correct. And then they, a judge has to decide who gets that money. That's correct. Okay, so yes. it gets a lot more complicated. Yeah, I mean, definitely you want to take care of your house um, so that it passes to your heirs or whoever it's passing to um, quickly and efficiently instead of letting a judge and the courts kind of decide what's going to happen to it. Yeah. yeah. Can you do a gift of equity on a reverse mortgage? So if a son wants to give the property to a parent that is 62 plus, but the parent doesn't have income, could just the oh, credit. assets? Yeah, yes, assets she... or income, and they just wanna give them the home. Well, no, um, because you, you do have to qualify with income. Got it. So it, it doesn't have to be an exorbitant amount, but a reverse still does utilize credit and income um, to some extent to, to qualify. Okay, so you need to have some sort of like social security, retirement income, sometimes a pension or something correct. like that. That's or maybe correct. your job if you're still sure, working. Sure, and we see that a lot sometimes. So we'll see someone that has a part-time job and they're receiving social security or maybe they're receiving pension mm -hmm. um, and we're able to utilize all that income. Uh, and, and, and basically that income just goes towards whatever is on the credit report, mm -hmm. right? If they have any revolving debt or any car loans, um, and then just to what the property taxes and insurance would be a, on a monthly basis. I see. Very good. Mm -hmm. Are there any cons to getting a reverse mortgage? What would be like the alerts to watch out for? You know, honestly, I love this product and I, I, I think it's underutilized and I think it is um, misunderstood. Mm -hmm. Years ago, Reverse got a bad name because there weren't as many checks and balances put into place. Very back predatory then. back then. It yeah, it was. It mm -hmm. was. Um, lenders were charging exorbitant amount of fees. Um, they didn't have the protection as much uh, towards the homeowner. But HUD, uh, really, in the last probably 12 years, has step stepped up and kind of put checks and balances mm -hmm. in place. Also, they have lowered. Um, if anyone has had a reverse in the past, or, or part of why they've got a bad name was the loan to values used to be a lot higher. So you'll notice now when you're running numbers for the proposal, typically on a refinance, you're gonna need, uh, your max loan to value is about 70%, maybe mm -hmm. 75%, because they wanna make sure that there's a pretty good sizable equity. Just in case something happens to the market. Well, yes, and there's not a mortgage, there's not a mortgage payment being paid by the borrower but there is that interest still accruing. Mm -hmm. So when we show the paperwork, part of what prints out in the paperwork is an amortization schedule, which mm -hmm. is really nice because it will go over 30 years and it will show the borrowers year one through 30, what the uh, potential balance could be on the loan. 
it also compares it to appreciation. So the goal is to always have appreciation, even if it's three or four percent, mm -hmm. to outpace the loan balance. Got it. So that's why they adjusted the loan to values down to make sure that that never that, that the loan never outpaces the appreciation. Yeah, and it's kind of ha what has happened with all of the mortgage products, even right. the broker products that are very small list of documents. There's still a lot of checks and balances that have to be made. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I feel like it's more misunderstood. Um, I, I, when I speak to financial advisors, I find that um, they're very helpful when communicating with, um, with a potential borrower on mm -hmm. this loan because they've got their whole, whole portfolio, yeah. right? And so when we're looking at uh, a borrower in their, their whole life, the mortgage, the house is a huge part of that pie. And so when, when the financial advisor understands, and I'll send the proposals to their financial advisor, mm -hmm. when they understand the benefit of, hey, they just gained $700, $1,500 more a month back in their pocket yeah. that they don't have to spend they can use for daily bills or, or maybe they take a trip or do what they want to do and they don't have to touch their long-term savings, retirement yeah. accounts, IRAs, right, which their advisors don't want them to, mm -hmm. therefore long-term, um, but they can access some equity in the home maybe through that credit line. That's a big deal. Like yeah. when I can say to somebody, hey, you can pull 20000 at close if you want plus your equity line after 12 months that you can touch is 60000 Yeah. And then the borrower, their financial officer says, hey, that makes way more sense. You pull that as an emergency fund as opposed to cashing out your IRA, mm -hmm. right? So there's multiple reasons um, that I just, I, I just think they're a great product. Yeah. So it's just about being informed and it's very specific to every single uh, client situation. It is. It is. It, it, every run will be different. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's really important to, education is, is very important, mm -hmm. um, and then work with someone that knows, that understands reverse, right? Yeah. That, that looks at their short-term goals, their long-term goals. Um, you know, we've even, I've even sat with uh, borrowers' children, because sometimes that's their concern. Well, what are you doing with the house? I'm going to lose the house. I don't yeah. inherit. So it can be a family. I mean, it really can be a family process yeah. so that everyone feels comfortable and they understand what the next steps are. Mm -hmm. That sounds good. Well, I feel very well informed. I haven't done a reverse mortgage <laughs> since I started in this business. So it's good to have somebody that does it Absolutely. day in and day out. Um, and if you guys have any questions uh, specific to reverse mortgages or what you can do to leverage the equity of your home, please put it in the comments below and we'll have all of this information that Erin relayed to, um, to us on the website as well as a, in a scenario of what um, reverse mortgage looks like. So we'll see you guys next time. Absolutely. Bye.